You're listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting System. You're listening to 40 Something Podcast, Valley in the Vig. Now, here are your hosts, Silicon Steve Valley and the Vig. 40 Something Podcast, we are back. And we are beautiful, and we have never been better. Vig is back in Denver. He did some traveling. And Vig, our president, is going to be doing some executive orders about gun violence today. And he's been in the news lately. He's getting beat up by the right wing, of course. But it's not like we didn't know we were going to get with this guy. You know what I mean? Did he just fall downstairs or something? He fell down. He he fell on Air Force, going up the stairs to Air Force One, like twice in the same thing. And like, it was really, the only thing it was like, it was really windy, like really windy. So that that does actually save him. Because if you watch the footage, like the, it's windy and he just gets kind of, <laughs> but then he goes and does it, he tries to save. And then he, by trying to save, he like does it again. So it's kind of like a double deuce trip. Have a great trip. Course, See you next I fall. Mean, honestly, the the right just has a field field day. When I, I was at this, I was at the bar during a delay at the airport last night. First time that the bar at the Lehigh Valley Inter- International Airport has been open uh since the pandemic, and they were ecstatic to be serving beers. And this one was talking about she was going off about how Biden has dementia and it's clear. It's so clear, you know, that there's obviously he's obviously getting information from somebody else. And I said, well, how about Harris? And uh, she just kind of like gave me the blank stare. I, t- I tell you what, man, it's he, and honestly, this was just I was just having a beer at the bar. We were talking about the Phillies before and all of a sudden it went. And I was, you got to really be careful, who, you know, who you, who you stand, who, who the man on the street, who, who the woman on the street is, you decide to. Just have a quick word with, because you just don't know. You'd be the first gonna, one to go. You'd be the first go to go. Yeah, you know, honestly, man, we are we are super divisive. So that's the second second time I've been out in the last couple months flying, but first real time in the last year that I've been out and I've been like talking with people, doing kind of a man on the street thing, like sitting at the bar talking and like doing my thing, you know, you know me. And then this one was she was she was really had it going. And then they were big on the border. The border's a problem. And the border, yeah, he opened his mouth. So I guess I'm trying to think back, man. Did he open his, did he say something that he, did he say something stupid and then they all started coming? Is that, is that what, is that what it is or what? No, there were, I believe they took off a lot of the Trump era, uh, you know, techniques and the Trump era, uh, you know, penalties to people get caught. Okay. And what basically it's uh, from what Republicans say and what a lot of people on the border say are saying that it has become 10 times worse since Trump has not been. Hey, look, not for nothing. It's not like we didn't think Trump wasn't good on. I mean, he was too good at it in the way he talked about he it. Was, he was he was keeping it tight for real. Yeah, I mean, he, he was. Uh, it's not tight anymore at all. No, it's back to what it was. No. And so now, so this is where the philosophy and where the argument goes. What I think a lot of moderate Democrats, including Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris Obama, 
they're kind of in the middle of a lane. They kind of, oh, we want to kind of, you know, patrol the borders and keep tight security, but really not have tight security. Where Trump was just like, no, we're going to do what we say. Now he yeah, was an asshole be, about it. Right. Be downright rude about it. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah, not what a pop- I know everyone loves that. But maybe if he said it in a different way, maybe more people would have been on board. I almost think, really, that I think back on a couple of occasions, you know, last four years, he just would have been a little bit more polished in some in some respects. I think some things would have just went over a lot easier, and then, or I mean, not even not even easier. Just it just would have just it just would have digested better among among amongst the country, you know. And uh, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're 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 definitely fucked with this. I heard this morning. That I guess there is uh, a kind of shelter, a big shelter in the in Texas where a lot of the kids are being kept, and now it's being reported that there is rampant abuse um, amongst that because there's there's fifteen hundred um, of these kids, all various ages, gender, um, socioeconomic backgrounds. And then now, now there's just like, there's just like, a, it's becoming a humanitarian problem. So it's almost like we've adopted a bit of the third world country problems right here from them migrating. And, uh, we, we're not, we don't really, I mean, let's face it. We don't really have a plan here. Okay. And they're, they're duping us. They're duping us by saying, look, they know that they're, we're not turning away kids. We're not turning away the kids. So what are they doing? They're sending the kids by themselves. And then you talk to some people about that, and they're like, wait, people are actually sending their kids just alone? Wait, who would do that? Well, somebody who lives in an absolutely annihilated country such as Guatemala that had a huge hurricane roll in during a pandemic. We didn't even acknowledge it, really. Honduras, El Salvador, all those those three countries, it's like it's like crazy there. As far as it's just it's just completely falling apart. We've we've not really nobody. So we send the aid. We're the ones that do that, and we didn't do that. And now they're coming on our doorstep because it's just really hype. And the cartels are like, well, we'll we'll take their life savings to get them to the border, and then throw them out the car because that happened. It's just like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a soap opera. You know, we made fun of Trump with his reality TV type mentality and apprentice, you know, it's totally going on with this, you know? So just kind of got on my soapbox there for a sec. It's good to be back. We're finally back for 40 something podcast. We are back and we are feeling good. We are just three weeks away from Jibber Jazz's Some Kind of Jam 15. We are, like to make, before we get going here, Vig, even more so, because we're going to talk about the gun laws today and Joe Biden. Just what we're going to announce, some things that we're doing for Jibber Jazz, Some Kind of Jam. But how are you doing, Vig? We saw you on the East Coast. It was good to see you. How is yeah. Denver? Denver pretty much the same, or did it change since you left? So it's gotten a little bit greener here and the weather has warmed up. Um, and, uh, you know, we're really looking for brighter days here. I uh, heard this morning that Red Rocks is going to be allowing limited capacity shows at 2,500 people. And uh, we have Lotus set up and a uh, few, few more coming down the pike. I, I don't want to like, don't want to jinx anything here. You know, I feel like I'm just like tippy toeing around you, know, but little by little we are, 
rolling it back out. And um, yeah, we got the all-star game coming here. Uh, quick. What, what happened with that? Well, from the, well <laughs> what happened with the all-star game? You guys weren't supposed to have that. No, we weren't. That just happened one day. <laughs> that just happened one afternoon. And, you know, it really serves, it should serve a purpose. It serve really like, you know, if you, if you as a city are like, or as a state, you know, and you're going to pull stuff like that, um, it, watch it go, watch it walk and watch it walk to Colorado actually, because, you know, we, we don't have it all, all going here. You know, we, 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 we just, we just had a terrible mass shooting here just the other week. Um, but, uh, Got you know, a lot I, of hicks, think, a lot of hicks in Colorado too. A lot of hick mentality here. A lot of yeah. hicks. A lot of hicks. Yeah. Love their goods. Up yonder. Goods. Up the uh down by the river and up beyond up over yonder. Well, oh, so let's get into Red Rocks before we get anything else. So what do you think are some possible bands that might actually play at Red Rocks now this year? We heard Lotus was confirmed, right? That's, that's uh, yeah, so Lotus. Was, was just going to do two shows. It got so popular, um, they ended up announcing two more shows. This would be towards the end of April. I, I'm not, I'm kind of, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of just like uh, blind, leading the blind of the blind here. Don't have much information to go about. Yes, but uh, April 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th, you can get a four or two-day pass um, for Lotus at Red Rocks. So just to repeat, it's a two-day pass for the 23rd and 24th at Red Rocks Amphitheater. And uh, this will be a, a 2,500 capacity right now. So I think Red Rocks will hold close to close to five, maybe a little over five. Sun Squad will be May 6th. Diplo. I have, a, I have the entire lit lineup right here, actually. As a matter yeah, of I'm just putting it out there in case some of the listeners are just getting kind of cabin fever and they're just ready to hop in a car and head out. Bare Naked Ladies is rescheduled um, from last year. That's on the 22nd. We got Zed's Dead. They're doing um, two nights. Avid Brothers. Zed's Dead's doing three nights. Three-nighter. Sound Tribe Sector 9 is doing a, a, a two nights. Google Dolls, July 28th. Trampled by Turtles. Great bluegrass band. They played the festival scene. My wife actually came out to one of their songs in our wedding. Nice. Wilco and, and Sleater Kidney. Kidney. Rufus DeSoul. So, yeah, so the Wilco's August 10th. That's my dad's birthday. And Rufus DeSoul is a two-day pass on the 11th and 12th. That's my mother's birthday. Slightly Stupid has two nights, 14th and 15th. Uh, Nathaniel Radliff, 23rd, 24th. Uh, Black Crows, 29th, 30th. This is all August. Um, Jimmy Buffett, seventh and the ninth of September. Bill Burr, September sixteenth. Green Sky Bluegrass is the three-day pass on that. That will be the seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth. Big Gigantic two-day pass on that. It's been rescheduled from last year. That's the twenty-fourth and twenty-fifth. That's also otherwise known as Rowdy Town. Highly recommended. At least try that one once. Uh, Opio, DJ Opio, highly recommend his setup. Also saw him at the Mission Ballroom 
in 2019. He will be October 10th at Red Rocks. Yeah, they got uh, it really big. I mean, I mean, there's tons more. Any kind of thing you want. There's a reggae festival. There's res if you're into the EDM shit. Yeah, I, I skipped over that. Just I didn't, you know, I was like, I know you're you're probably following along here too, and uh, but that that should actually get better. I'm still looking for for some of my uh, usual suspects, but I, I'm not really sure that the uh, the venue count is going to have to go up. Uh, I think for some of those some of those other bands to to lock in because it's going to have to be they're going to want to get the the tickets that were sold already so if you say, say somebody so and so sold 80 percent capacity last year they want to they want to get that back before they're going to come out there and do that really i, I feel that yeah fun. i mean even a local band like string cheese incident they're not booked either so i don't and look the, the summer looks pretty packed was there a weekend that they had off i didn't let me was that? Let me say if you know anybody, if anyone knows the show, we're a big string cheese incident fans, and they usually do a two or a three or sometimes even a four night residency. Yeah, I don't I'm, see I'm a weekend. Good. I do not see a weekend where would be available. So it doesn't look like we're going to get another a string cheese show. But they usually they'll probably do a New Year's show if New Year's is popping by. Then they'll probably do a New Year's show out there. So yeah, yeah. it seems so. It seems like they were the twenty third, twenty fourth, and twenty fifth historically. Uh, the last couple of years and it looks like that's going to be sts9 and then the colorado symphony and chorus doing the beethoven's ninth which um i think would probably be pretty pretty culturally stimulating the ninth you're doing beethoven's ninth yeah yeah fuck i wanted beethoven's seventh so fucking bad fuck those guys it's bullshit big Fucking bullshit. I I don't you know I don't know that just you know uh, yeah a lot of times so I've played classical music in the past on the trumpet and um, that stuff's not easy. It's a different. It's very different than rock. It's got a different uh, vibe altogether, of course. But I agree. Thank I, mean, you. I, I just said I uh, I, I think I might follow shit, up man. on that. I think I might follow up on that myself, actually. All right. Well, so Vig's already got a couple things he's got going on this summer. We're excited about that. So summer, it's you see better times as we talked about. If you guys don't know, we're three weeks away. Some kind of jam, fifteen. And uh, before we get into the big news of the day, with you know, Fuhrer Biden chopping down friggin' presidential orders executive orders and dangerous and I hate executive orders and I'm not going to shy away from this either. Um, I, we have to get excited for some kind of jam 15. It's, we have decided we're going to have an old friend of the show, the whiz, a music encyclopedia, a masturbating music encyclopedia, the whiz. And he, he's going to challenge some scogers on some musical knowledge, and it's going to be specific bands. And if they can beat the Wiz, they'll get a little prize. We'll give them something nice. Nice. That'll be pretty cool to watch. That'll, oh, uh, boy. You know, I can't wait. You going to broadcast that live or anything? Or I don't think we'll broadcast it live. We will record it, of course. And right. I think that that's what we're going to do. I don't think we're going to – because this could be disasters. And the last thing we want is to be online and hear 25 minutes if the Wiz start talking about his wife. Oh, so the Wiz, the Wiz could be a bitter man. So you're going to be like, uh, 
like Aaron Rodgers there the other night, uh, kind of, you know, maybe I can, maybe I, if I can try to make it back there and do it, I, maybe we can both, both play our, our uh, Aaron Rodgers or like, you know, who was the other guy? Dr. Oz. He guest hosted Jeopardy. Exactly. And, uh, we're going to do, we're going to be like Alex Trebek and Chuck Wallery made hot, passionate love together. That's what it's going to be like. Gosh, I miss Chuck. I'm Chuck Wallery, by the way. Okay. Are you want to be Chuck uh, Wallery? No. I think my jaw structure, my jaw. Jo- fuck. What am I from Philly? I thought, my John. I, my John structure. John. John. Yo, give me one of them Johns over there and one of them Johns over there. <laughs> so, so it's going to be exciting. Summer camp two, we're going to be broadcasting from. And Vig looks like he's a, a pretty much a go on scamp, but not so much some kind of jam. Because why the fuck would you come back to Pennsylvania, really? Honestly. Ugh. Well, I mean, I have been. That's the thing. So maybe if I can try to. I'm basically just uh, going back and forth across the country. Don't recommend flying right now, even if you are vaccinated. Uh, I heard, heard that quite a few times to the crowd. Well, well, I'm vaccinated. Who cares, man? It's a clusterfuck out there right now. They're, they're packing them on there. Now, people have cabin fever. They just want to get there. The kids are out. Everybody's flying. It, you uh, had a two-year-old on the flight with you? What, what would happen on your flight? Let's talk about your flight. Back from Philly uh, to actually, no, you did Phil. What'd you do? Philly to Carolina. So I did that. So I did it. So, so at LVI, then we were, so I was working a two, two hour delay there last night, watching the Phil's and the Mets. Phil's off to a great start. Loving that. Um, and, and actually loving Yingling Lager. And first time I really put, put away a couple in, in a quite a long time. I was feeling it this morning, especially with the jet lag. And uh, yeah, flight then leaves two hours late, goes down to Charlotte, and then Charlotte to Denver. It's a four-hour one. Left at ten thirty. I did not choose to be on that flight. I had that. Those were the that was the cards that I was dealt. You know, because of the delay, everything got backed up. My connection got booked, bumped. So they rebooked me for the last flight out of there last night, and it was a doozy. You're always going to hit a lot of turbulence over the Great Plains, and uh, you know you're you're pulling it out of Charlotte. Which is kind of out on your out, you know, because you're kind of with North Carolina, you're out there on the coast there, and it's a little bit farther than New York and Philly and DC to Denver. And yeah, we had a two year old there. We hit the turbulence, and uh, man, he just lost it. I, I imagine so, because, you know, I, I think I might have said this earlier to, to you this morning. I, I'm 42 years older than this kid, and I was having problems with it. I, my stomach was doing flips, and it, it, was, it was getting bad. It's like, man, if this gets any worse, I'm going to start. It's gonna be like that scene from Airplane, you know, when the when the when the boobs are bouncing and the milk's there and everything, right? Well, this this kid just screamed his head off. I mean, it was like blood scurdling scream. I swear to it was it was like if you were like on the plane and it just it stopped then and the trailer was there, but it just put the vibe for the rest of the run. We're all in the complete dark. We're in a pandemic. Mass is required. No food or beverage, you know. It was rough, man. I don't recommend flying right now. It's uh, because everybody's doing it. It's like it's like back to full throttle, but then it's like masks and like no no middle seats out. Everybody's there. I was lucky enough to get my own row, but some people were packed in there last night, three three to a row, and uh, flying with the cases going up in eighteen states right now. So we're not out of this yet. It's so Florida, just, it's Florida, one of those states. Yeah. So then you know, I, I'm at the bar last night, right? And, uh, this lady's from Florida, right? She says, because we're talking about, oh, like, mask up, mask down. Well, I'm eating, I'm drinking. Okay, you know, we're all just laughing and mocking it out at this point. You know, we're just all over it. 
And uh, she says, well, we, we haven't had to wear a mask in Florida for the last six months. That's, that's just how the way it is. Ooh. And it's like, and it's like, it's cool. It's like, but Florida is a shithole. So, and I've said that, and I just, I really feel that way because they come from there to here and they go from here to there, meaning Colorado, Florida, vice versa. And they all talk about that, you know, and, uh, you know, any place that has a drive up pain shop where you just get pain meds and do the drive through. That's shit all to me. And anyone that has like, it has a per square block and stuff that's, it's just, you know, we got a lot of liquor stores and dispensaries out here. So we're not like, but I mean, I'm, I'm talking about straight up pain med. Like I'm talking about painkillers. Give me the script. I give it to you. Boom. Out. Drive through baby. Let me explain something to you about fucking Florida. All right. Florida is a shit whole southern state dumping in with fucking Mississippi. The only thing that they got going, they have a lot of transplants. So it's like it's your it's your really stupid cousin who married someone stupid poor. That's what Florida is to the rest of the, the, the Northeast and the rest of the country. That's how I feel. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. It's your dumbass the, cousin, Vinny, who moved yeah, there. She's a, she's a, a shitty cousin story. that somebody married up. Some, your, shitty, <laughs> your shitty cousin, Vinny, who, who moved to Florida to get a second chance is, is working at the Costco and um, sending, the, sending, the, sending the child support home back up north. Yeah, in fact, I'm not actually, judging. you know what? Florida is actually Florida is the person who married into the family because they Florida gets a pass. When people talk about Florida, it doesn't get lumped in with Mississippi and Alabama and Arkansas. Is there another one? It was another shitty one. Was, you know, Virginia. Yeah, I, I don't either I, way. I mean, the whole Southeast is a fucking shit cesspool of human crap. How about that? I'm just kidding. Which. Speaking I'm kidding. Which, latest sighting of mass shooting uh, to, to just correlate that in Rock, Rocky Hill, South Carolina yesterday. So five were shot. And um, yeah, so we've had another mass killing here in the United States uh, this week. And then I think that's prompting uh, sleepy joey to uh sleepy joey that was a sleepy joe sleepy joe right you could call him joey now he's old as fuck for a joey yeah i just can't i i really do i really do uh wonder sometimes with the uh with the age and the faux pas and the you know speech blurbs and uh just uh, what, what exactly is going on there News flash. Um, People that like myself that voted for him know how senile he is, know how stupid he is, and know how he doesn't have his fastball anymore. That's how bad Donald Trump was. So before we go there, when saying we told you so, we told you so, we knew he was gonna be. Yeah, we knew too. That's how bad your fucking Fuhrer was, Fuhrer Trump was, okay? That's how pathetic and scary he was and how he was president. I wanted this disaster over him. And now I'm going to jump on him just as much as I jumped on Trump if it's warranted. And so big, right, big. Uh, I, I, you know what? Thanks for getting that out. You know, I was kind of going down a path there and I, you know, I had, uh, 
I had a Colorado transplant to North Carolina to the left who says Denver has changed and is a shithole. And then I had a, we don't wear masks and we had the nightclubs going in Florida for the last six months. We do what we want on the right side of me. So, um, you know, I was just kind of, you know, and I, I can be kind of a sponge. I've even been told this, that they sometimes people say, I can always tell you who you've been hanging out with, Vic, because um, put it out there. I always like to try to put out a different perspective. I feel like my friends do that a lot. And that's really helped me through life. And then in turn, I tried to actually try to put a different perspective out there or just what, what's going around, what, what the country is humming about, you know, what's, what's making the, what's making the things go around in this place. And uh, it seems like that's definitely the case. We had, we had a border situation and we have a, a gun, a gun problem, which I'll mean, you know, say that that just means that's, that's multifaceted. That's not what you would think. I'm just saying we have a gun problem. We, we have a gun problem and that's multifaceted, meaning it's just there's a couple different problems that are going on with, with firearms here in this country. So, and that's all stemming from our unalienable rights. That's exactly right. And what a brilliant segue in to one of, I guess, the main topic we're going to, that, well, we're kind of talking about it anyway. Today, President Joe Biden has passed down a couple executive orders. This is reported. Yeah, he was he spoke um, at a news conference today. I don't know if, he didn't have to take questions, obviously, because you know he'll probably forget what day it is, or if he's the president, or if he likes chicken nuggets. Um, but just to quote him, he said, "Gun violence in this country is an epidemic, and it's an international embarrassment." Uh, he also. Um, said this is an epidemic for God's sakes and it has to stop by golly. He didn't say by golly. And what he did was he took a broad stroke with an executive order striking down the executive order to not allow ghost guns, which ghost guns vague from what I can understand. And maybe, you know, a little bit more about them. These are guns that you can order pieces separately and put together. And as Yahoo News is reporting, I mean, 40% of the guns confiscated in California are these types of ghost guns. Um, I don't know a hell, hell of a lot about these things, but, you know, but anyone from this is from Mr. Biden, anyone from a criminal to terrorist can buy this kit and in as little as 30 minutes put together a weapon. Yeah. So through the 3D printing, uh, Added, added, additive uh, manufacturing, which is a, which is part of the technology uh, progression uh, these days. You can actually formulate, fabricate uh, different components to put together, you know, an, a, an AR really, or, or really any type, a Glock. Um, they're just like these kits and they can be bought online. They don't have serial numbers. And uh, they, they really do kind of bypass uh, the, 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 you know, what the one the thing that burns right now in the country with the with the guns is just like, you're not going to take my guns. You're like, that's my that's my right. And they go, I should be able to as a responsible adult here in the United States own. So to protect myself. And, and that's all. And I, honestly, I am all for that. Exactly what I just said. And I, you know what I'm talking about, because that's the, that's a that's a that's a, that's a pun on, on the right side. Uh, that's what. It, but this. I mean, this is like, what, what is this? This is just like making a Frankenstein gun here, you know, and then selling it out there. It's not traceable. 
you, you know, you, it's just done through the black market a lot and it, and it could actually wreak havoc, um, in the public, uh, you know, in, in every regard and, and just be completely untraceable, really. That's pretty incredible. So I can have a gun and no one would ever know. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, uh, this just just citing a New York Times article here uh, about that. So special props uh, to New York Times. Uh, it's called a different kind of reporting assignment: how to build a Glock 19. Ooh, ghost ghost guns assembled from kits can be bought online. They don't have serial numbers, and to learn more about them, we ordered one. So it's incredible. Should we order one? Uh, you know, that might be. The thing is, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I, I would pass a, I would pass any type of background for uh, for gun purchase. Yeah, so. yeah, but I don't want it to be traceable. What if you have to kill someone? Oh, awesome. so yeah, I mean, I don't even know who to talk to. You know, I I've been trying to clean up from that. You know, <laughs> your you know, gun addiction. Lot, yeah, the, you know, the black market. So I've been trying to like, I've been trying to curtail any uh, any involvement that I've had with that. So, but it's been on a, on a completely different side of things as, as you're aware of, but it wouldn't be like with the guns. It, <laughs> so. I got a guy. I got a guy. Well, we live in a nice commonwealth that lets us buy guns as well, but uh, I think you do as well. So that's good. But um, so Joe Biden today in his executive order basically is a big time crackdown and going to try to uh, inhibit the sale and ability to, for this to be produced and sold uh, those kinds of kits. And uh, is, why is that a problem? Like, do people really think anyone should be able to go buy a gun with no kind of fucking repercussion? Like, do, do, do these right-wingers really think anyone should be able to buy a gun? Because... Uh in 1776, someone thought it was good in case their tyrannical government tried to come after them. Well, a tyrannical government in 1776, you got a puncher's chance. I don't care what kind of fucking gun you have. The police or the, or the National Guard or the military is going to destroy you if you try to step to them. But you have uh, certain individuals these day, today that actually think that that could totally happen right now and that the the – what has happened this whole last year with the pandemic was was a sign that that can happen, you know, with an absolute lockdown. Stay in your house. Don't come out. Fear, fear. Yeah, it's so. incredible, man, because I'm telling you, the next really bad Republican president. And I don't know. And, and it looks like they're those are the ones that are going to be popular. You know, Ted Cruz is tripling down. I don't want to get too much into him. He said something today. <laughs> this guy fucking you hear what he said today fucking ted cruz piece of the lack of self-awareness you know the guy who when his state was half out of electricity he bounced and ran to the islands you know that guy Cancun. well so she was going she did something very president she did something very vice presidential i think it was i forget what it was um but she was doing like a vice president thing. She was making an appearance somewhere. And this guy who flew to a fucking paradise island when his state didn't have power had the balls to say, well, she can do these kinds of appearances, but she can't visit the border. The lack of self-awareness is it's. I mean, he's really playing. It's playing like Donald Trump. This is going to be the game. Ted Cruz is playing 
He has turned Donald Trump. Have you turned him? Have you noticed his character has developed into more brash, more self-promoting, and completely oblivious to any kind of acknowledgement of his wrongdoing? Right, because I feel his base, you know, albeit smaller than the usual bases that we refer this type of stuff phenomena for happening, his, his base is still behind him, despite the whole Cancun thing leaving in the middle of a para. You know, he, he didn't think that he was doing anything wrong until the, you know, the media called him on it and then the outrage came and then they, so. But for them, it's like, oh, well, it's, oh, it's just the media blowing out of proportion. And then they'll bring then And that's everyone's favorite game, but specifically Republicans, because you, you can't have a normal, you cannot have an intellectual conversation with a Republican about some of the demons of the Republican Party without them saying, well, what about Hillary? What about Obama? What about Clinton? You know, uh, the other Clinton. How, what about Biden? They do the what about or what a, the what about you's, which are bullshit. It doesn't talk about the problem at hand. And if the Democrats and Democrats do that, too. But in this instance, Ted Cruz is abhorrently lacking any kind of self-awareness. And it's a joke. And to me, I still don't – I still – I'm trying to contemplate how an intelligent person can listen to what he says and support him. And Ted Cruz isn't as popular as Donald Trump, but Ted Cruz isn't even charming. At least Donald Trump, say what you want, he's got charisma. Ted Cruz is just a fucking wet bush of shit. That's the way you describe it. He's a shrub, dude. Fuck Ted Cruz. Anyway, that was a lot more than I thought we were going to get with Ted Cruz. This is going to be a long episode. I'm feeling it, Vig. Long form in it today, you know. Maybe we should probably take a take a few take a few days off, uh, take a hiatus. You know, it kind of spurs up the spurs up the spirit a little bit more, and then uh, you know you kind of have some time to reflect, and then you come back on the mic here. Uh, but yeah, I definitely feel like we just picked right up. We just picked right back up from where we left off uh, from what we do here on the Forty Somethings podcast. If you would like to contribute or like to send us a line, just uh, let us know what's up valleyvig08 at gmail.com uh that might get easier pretty soon as, as maybe as we build build the program a little bit more we might just uh come up with a better better domain there but uh valleyvig at oh, oh, 08 at gmail.com we needed to get that eighth one because apparently there's a apparently there's there's a valleyvig thing going on because there's obviously seven more where that is i don't know yeah i don't know man it's weird <laughs> It's all good though, baby. It's all good. So I I don't like, here's my problem with this Biden executive order is that I don't like executive orders that have that much kind of, that kind of power. Now this, I don't mind as much, but that's where you get in trouble. Cause I'm going to be called a hypocrite. If I, if I say, okay, this executive order is okay. And this one isn't, then you're, you're doing, you're towing a real dangerous line. If you're trying to keep it fair and, balance no pun intended about our boys at fox but you're really towing a line there this executive order when it comes to this law executive orders are tricky and i I hate to even say it i'm glad he did it to one extent but at the other extent i think this is a tricky law i i don't think though the guns like this should ever be allowed to be produced anyway 
I mean, that's kind of why, why is that? I think when people think of the second amendment, they're putting a, a 1776 idea to 2020. Yeah. Uh, well, so you're right with the, you know, these type of weapons are obviously rogue and they, they're, they're very dissident and they, they're not, they're not, they don't play to what we do here. What, what the freedoms that we should, should hold with being able to, have arms, bear arms, hold them in our households, uh, and use them. Um, this, this is kind of off the script. These, uh, it's like the bump stocks, but, uh, we, we won't get, won't get into that one, but you know, I, I feel, I feel that this type of, uh, I I'm behind this, but what, what, what I'm, what I'm not continually getting behind um, is the, is the executive order and the, and the rain in the, in the, like be the king. Because you can't get along with your nobles, so you just bypass them and you write the law right there, boom. That that's really starting to bother me. Because oh my god, yeah, that's yeah. not what the United States is about. Because someone who's no. a lot less scrupulous than Biden and maybe even less scrupulous than Trump will be in charge of one. I mean, it, it, it is a real possibility if you get somebody. Who's worse than Trump, Trump, or even Trump again? Once another Trump type gets in there, that's going to be that's going to be the telltale sign whether our country is going to collapse as a, as as the the superpower in this world. That is when that's going to be the defining moment, I believe. The, about the executive order, oh, yeah. and then this is just kind of uh, starting to get aside from what oh, we yeah. do in this country, which is have a a vote of the people, a vote of the you know we, we run things through our our Congress and we do a legislative process here. We don't just say boom, this is the rule of the land because I said so. Okay, because then it might as well be Venezuela, really. And we're, like you said, somebody, somebody along the line is going to get in here, no matter who it is, on both sides, whoever, far left, far right, but it's somewhere on the extreme. And we've seen it demonstrated. And the, the executive order has gotten gradually more popular since, since Bush Jr. and then was really popularized by Obama. And then Trump just said, well, he, he ran away with it. And now look what we got going on. And it's funny because the whole point of this whole change and transition was that the the you know the Congress was on this one side and then the president and it was like okay well now they really could work together you got the House and the Senate and the president and now we just start start working an agenda through you know I, I kind of just I wanted to see it working and honestly I'm, I'm not you know with some of the far right politics I just I don't go for it so I just like don't want it involved so then. I was just like, look, let's just get it. And it doesn't seem like that's happening at all. Because then you got you got guys like Joe Manchin from West Virginia who could really, and Mark Warner from Virginia. These are Democrats that could go either way on anything. And they are, and they are. Um, so then you have the corporate tax that's coming down to fund infrastructure, which I don't have a problem with because I've worked my whole life for corporations and I just see the revenue that's poured in through, you know, these companies. You, we could really, We could really use that. Uh, we could really use the Googles and the Comcasts uh, to to just be able to fund the roadways 
And, you know, because it's a mess. It's a mess out there right now with all this. Yeah, well, that's the part of the thing. And, and it's, well, it, wouldn't that be quote unquote socialism kind of vibe, right? You know, that's the thing. We, everyone's getting taxed, but the people that are making billions and billions of dollars aren't getting taxed enough. That's what it comes down to. Look how this country was built on, how the tax structure, structure was 80 years ago, 90 years ago. These conservatives would be shocked. If you're conservative, why don't you go back to then, Mr. Conservative? You know what I mean? So, as far as I'm concerned, what conservatives are doing in many, many ways are just just keeping progress from happening. And it's uh, it's unfortunate. Hopefully, I just am really worried because there's going to be another swing to the right and there's going to be another guy in there. Now, you, and I don't I think your Jeb Bush type Republican, the fair minded Republicans, John Kasich is one Republican I actually like. Oh, he, he hates women. Do you hear him? He said he likes John Kasich. And TJ hates women now. Or Steve Alley, whichever. He's, pro, he's pro-life. That's why I say that. But he's fair-minded. Nothing wrong with that. No, but he's fair-minded. He'll listen. He's kind of like a, a he's kind of like Biden if he if Biden was smart and not senile and a Republican. That's pretty much it. I don't know if that kind of Republican plays anymore. And I'm but I'm hopeful because the president isn't stirring the shit pot every day this time around. I'm hoping that the hate I would say the hate's not nearly as as bad as it was six months ago or even three months ago. I think it's died down a little bit. It's still there, but it's not as bad. Sure. Yeah, it's quiet town a lot, but we have now and you know, I, I called this. I think I might have mentioned this too. It might even it might even showed up on one of these podcasts. Is that we were going to this was going to we're in the phase now where we're killing each other, and you walk into a grocery store anywhere in the country, you know. And then now, what happens when things come back? What happens when Red Rocks comes back full? What happens when the Roaring Twenties pick up? And you know, they keep saying that this economy is going to come back threefold. And I believe it. I can see it. Fest- it's just like it's starting to simmer now. What, you know, and then you have, and then boom, somebody, you know, some, something in Disney World or you know, something that, some, somewhere or wherever, right? This is obviously something now that it's going to be a thing. I don't think what Joe Biden did today is going to stop anything. It might stop this like creative little, niche that's going on with the no serial numbers in the freaking you know 3d printing of that whatever that that's just garbage to me anyway so like i you know i'm fine oh i'm about it you know but i just don't know why we can't just get the rules that we have forth that everybody agrees on right which is you get you purchase a gun you get a background check you go through the background check it finds out whether you are this that the other thing you know, if you if you have been prescribed any type of medication for any type of mental illness, or you've been, been reported at all, that should be that should come up in play for purchasing a weapon. I, I really feel that sociological aspects should be tied in. Now that's now that's thinking like, well, that's that's starting to infringe on your rights. But well, yeah, just because you're poor white trash, you're gonna you're gonna prevent them from getting a gun. I don't know why I would think poor white trash would have a gun. I have no idea why I think what I would. I'm not sure why I picked poor white trash. 
Well, you know, this is starting to happen in China and they're afraid that and that's another thing. They're afraid that's going to happen here is where you're going to actually be rated, like your credit rating and your your social reputation, whether you can get a loan, whether you can get a mortgage, where you can get into a college, get into law school. Well, all, you know, things like your your credit, how you finance things, who you know, things you've done, things you went on record for saying, social media posts, any of that will factor into whether you're admitted to that particular and have the chance for that opportunity for whatever that is. And you can see with the Capitol riots how they can zero in on these motherfuckers because I tell you what, it's like shooting fish in a barrel, mainly because they did it to themselves. They put it up there. Even though they deleted it, though, that's But I tell you what, our government, could go, they, could, they could find you in a fucking 30 minutes flat. They could, they could pull up any, 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 any fucking porn video, anything, bingo, any email, any checking account deposit, anything you've done in the last five fucking minutes. So it could just be going that way. <laughs>